Well, good evening. I don't know what most people do on their evening, but this particular evening I was listening to the podcast while we made dinner with the wife, and uh, I thought I might look up Iddi, uh, or Siddi, in, or Shiddi, I don't know, in Sanskrit, Iddi, uh, which is usually translated as superpower, from the Visitamaga, Iddi. Actually, let me translate actually what it means. So, the Visitamuga will say Theravada, and it calls it psychical power. Oof. It refers to powers. And then it breaks down the power of determination, Aditana. Power of transformation, Vikabana. The power of spiritual creation, Mano Maya. The power of penetrating knowledge, Nano Vifara. The power of penetrating concentration, samadhi vifara. Same thing, right? It's penetrating. The penetrating concentration, penetrating knowledge, right? Spiritual creation, manomaya. If you've been listening long enough, you know that that's mind created. Power of transformation, vikubana. That just means. So, the ten idis break down as the first one. Aditana, the power concerning resolution. And they commonly say that you're able to produce a thousand versions of yourself. But if you go and look up Adi, here it is, Adi, Aditana, simply decision, resolution, determination. So what could that resolution, that determination be? It's strictly what we talked about, what we just talked about in the last podcast. That realizing that the self doesn't exist, right? That itself is that transformational understanding. On to the second superpower, Vikabana. Here they say you can turn yourself into a Naga or a Garula, a demon. And they translate it as Vi, various, and Kubana as making, right? You're able to make oneself into various forms as one wishes. No, 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 no. Vikubana. Uh, actually translates into miraculous transformation. But this is in regards to, again, this is after the fourth jhana. So you've been able to uh, reside, uh, you know, following the breath. You're no longer deluded by the, uh, the mano or the maya, right? Uh, any illusions or the mind, uh, any, anything, you're not deluded. You get to the fourth jhana, you're resident in sati upeka, which is mindful equanimity. You're, so you're res residing in this state of equanimous uh, mindfulness. Mindfulness being to remember. What are we remembering? We're remembering that life is dissatisfying. Why? Because there is no self. And yet, clinging to it causes the same suffering or dissatisfaction. And the solution is understanding this truth and impermanence, emptiness, dependent origination of everything. So the first idi is understanding the simple truth. That, right? Not that there, you can create a thousand versions of oneself, but that you are but one version of many million versions of yourself, equanimity. The second, vikubana, simply means that you are no longer deluded by 
the self and no longer dissatisfied by life because you're seeing it for what it is. That's that major transformation, just as we said before. Upon realizing that the self is not arising, never created, is transformative in itself. The next is the monomaya, as I said, which strictly means mind created. It doesn't mean you can create things at will. It's simply teaching you that you are deluded into believing that the things you create with your mind are real. The next one, the fourth super mundane power, is called Nana Vifara. Uh, they say it's a power concerning miraculous phenomena due to the influence of imminent super mundane wisdom. So we'll go and look at Nana Vifara. And Nana Vifara is talking about magic resulting from an intervention of knowledge. They talk about super knowledges, Abhijna. It's strictly understanding super mundane wisdom. So it's not what we consider wisdom, that, oh, the self is just something we cling to and it doesn't exist. No, it gets one step further with this, where you really, truly, again, I've talked about this, it's one thing to know, to have complete faith, but another to experience it. So this is the power that comes from imminently experiencing wisdom for oneself firsthand. And they give examples from the veteral bacula um, and a shramara. Uh, but I'll just, I mean, it's neither here nor there. This is what we're talking about here. It's, it's um, any sort of miraculous um, idea. The next kind of gives me this idea because when we break these two number four and number five down, you'll get an understanding of what I mean. So number five is Samadhi Vifara. So the, we just went through uh, Nana Vifara. The next one is Samadhi Vifara. So here we have two aspects. Concentration, Samadhi. We understand what Samadhi is. In fact, if we go back to the definition of Iddi, it tells us that nana vifara is penetrating knowledge. Again, like I said, is knowing that these mind-created illusions are part of this uh, self that you attach to. Determination against allowing that to have power over oneself is transformative. So there's one, there's two. Manomaya no longer has power over you because the mind-created illusions no longer... Um, you know, have their power over you. That's three. Four is that penetrating knowledge. So you understand this to be true. Five, the penetrating concentration, the samadhi. We've talked about this. Right mind, right concentration. They'll go and talk about uh, once entered into the jhanas, you get to the fourth jhana, and these are some of these additional states that you're going to um, get to. The example they'll give in this uh, ultimate concentration state is that uh, the Venerable Sariputra was uh, smashed over the head and he didn't even feel it. I think it's a little silly. I think it's a little silly. I think the idea here is you get so fully engrossed 
in your samadhi, your concentration, that you're no longer at all, at all moved by the external world. That's all that's trying to treat you. So that's the super mundane power, is concentration, not, again, the idea of being able to follow one's breath effortlessly. So here we're talking about having this power of concentration that is effortless and is unshakable. Right? Number six, we have Arya Iddi. We know what Arya means. It just means noble. It means uh, ultimate, even in a sense, great. But if we just go and read Arya, it can be a country. Uh, it can also be a, a fisherman. But in this case, it's talking about Pacheka Buddhas. It's funny. It doesn't mention it in the actual definition. But again, the Arya Iddi, it talks about desire to contemplate, uh, contemplate on loathsome objects as though they were unloathsome or on unloathsome objects, objects as if they were loathsome. It's just talking about this individual path of being able to discern for oneself what the path is. That's what your Pacheka Buddha is about. Because if you break down, let's take a look and see if we can break down Pacheka Buddha. Pacheka is also a Pacheka Buddha in uh, Sanskrit. And it's simply a solitary one. Separately or individual, silent, a private Buddha. You'll see a lot of uh, shade being thrown their way, but it's... It, in, an, in essence, designed um, to not deter others who are unable to achieve this on their own. Seven is Kama Vipakaja. This one's a little bit different. Let me just, uh, I had to break this one down here. So Kama we know as action. Right? But again, when you pull, oops, I have way too many tabs open. Here we go. So kama, uh, which we have, we have kama vipa kaja. Uh, it's talking about magic resulting from retribution of actions. But when you break this down, you have uh, vipa kaja, pakaja. So vi pakaja. If you break them down, if you look at pakaja uh, in Sanskrit, it can be produced by heat. It can be flatulence. <laughs> uh, but more importantly. Produced by maturing, right? So what we're looking at here, the ultimate maturing of action is what this um, idi is. So what it's speaking of is once you've achieved the fourth jhana and you've achieved this resonant, effortless equanimity and mindfulness, remembering that the self doesn't exist, you achieve you know, effortless and unshakable concentration and knowledge. You're on the uh, verge of wisdom. And this seventh is talking about um, the results of your good actions. So now you're able to reap the benefits of your good actions. We've talked about this before, comma being uh, action and the results of one's uh, choices. Because it fits with eight Eight being the other side of this coin, punjavanta, which is the other side. So this, 
So kama vipakaja is the results of your previous karma. Now punya vanta, the eighth idi, speaks to uh, the results of, I guess, having emptied your storehouse of karma. You are now free, essentially untainted, as they might say, to produce strictly good works without the fear of producing any bija or seeds of karma. So we're talking two sides, seven being the results of your good karma, and they say previously, but, and punyavanta is the results of the wisdom and the, the good works that you've produced in the past. Nine is vijamaya. This is interesting because they talk about aerial travels and feats of the such. If you break it down, you're going to see that it doesn't even come close to that particular translation. Oh, come on. All right, so vijja uh, in the Theravadan is the vision of past lives, sure, but also the er eradication of kleshas, or simply higher knowledge, or science. And when we talk about maya, is the deception, right, or maturity. So once again, what do you think it actually speaks to then? Vijamaya idi, in this case, is the maturity of the knowledge, the eradication of the kleshas, that higher knowledge. Again, you were on the brink of that higher wisdom. In this case now, you're on that brink of the higher uh, knowledge. So let's go back to the ten, to the final. Sama Payoga. This one's quite interesting, because of course we know what yoga is. Yoga being a yoke or your practice. So we just want to look at samapa. Right? We know what sama is, which is right, the ultimate right sort of idea. So samapa. What might we have in that little package? Now sama is, like I said, good, right, correct. And samapana or samapanja is right knowledge. And of course, as I said, yoga being yoke. And what's interesting is they give a couple examples of yogas. The yoke of sensuous, des sensuous desire is kama yoga, sensuous, all senses. The yoke of desire for rebirth is bhava yoga, from bhavana. The yoke of wrong view being diti yoga, and the yoke of ignorance being avijja yoga, so what do you think it's actually referring to then? Samapa yoga. In this case, it's talking about um, powers, magical powers, as it were. But again, when you break it down, all it's saying is the culmination of the path. So this is the final step before you achieve that ultimate wisdom. This is the culmination in of the knowledge, right? Just prior, you got the culminations from your good acts, you got the culmination from your good choices in the present, and then you have um, is the 
you're at the, the bubble of knowledge, as it were. And finally, the samapayang. Right? Because once you've achieved that, now everything you do brings you further along towards either the path uh, of enlightenment, awareness, moksha, liberation, or in the Mahayana tradition, you might want to become uh, you know, bodhisattva. But really, the idea here is to cease that self, stop clinging, stop uh, attachment and aversion. Uh, and that's done by eliminating delusion or ignorance with knowledge and eventually wisdom. So I thought I would just share that. So these are the ten idi, or super mundane powers. I call them the extraordinary powers. And I think when you look at these yourself, you're not going to be a lot. There's not a whole lot of information on the internet. But if you go and look and break down the translations, don't rely on others uh, telling you what these words mean. You're able to break these words down yourself and translate them to yourself. And based on even your own knowledge, I think you will see that all we're talking about here is after achieving a certain level of understanding, these additional levels are just further uh, deepening those states of understanding, of knowledge, of awareness. I don't know. For me, it's about as clear as it can be. So let me know what you think.